Hello and good afternoon to my worldwide audience, both near and abroad. So great to be speaking to you uh, this week. Be sure to tune in for our weekly messages. I I definitely endeavor to get something out there uh, once a week, preferably right before the weekend, so you can uh, get your your mind on Jesus for the weekend. And before you go to church, uh, hopefully have uh, some inspiration for those Friday nights to keep you straight over the weekend. For those of you who aren't living for God or, or for those of you that are seeking an answer to life, let's pray. Uh, oh, before we get into prayer, uh, let's clear our minds and let's clear our hearts. So thankful. Remember our motto, listen, learn and apply. That is so important, so important, so important. So uh, let's get our mind cleared up. Uh, let's get ready for a little prayer. And then we'll see what kind of choices or how we're going to make choices or the benefits. Or We're going to talk about choices tonight. Choice and or choices. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we thank you today for bringing us to a place where we, where we could hear the word of God. Thank you, Lord, for using me uh, for the word of God. It is my burden that uh, this word of God be shared with all. Uh, I'm not doing this for any fame or any fortune, but simply to get the word out. There are so many people, Lord, that need to hear the word. And this is just an avenue, just another way. Uh, this electronic world that we're living in, it works out uh, for the good, no doubt. So, Lord, I pray for those that have a, a hunger, that this hunger be fed through this online message, online ministry, because uh, we can't meet anywhere right now, Lord, due to the circumstances and the laws that set in land, uh, set in land, set in the land, the laws of the rulers that you put in place, according to the book of Romans. And I know there are those that are meeting, uh, but uh that's a fine line, uh, the way that they're meeting. Lord, help us to protect our families, God. Help us in this pandemic. Help us with jobs. Help us with good health and good decision-making skills, Lord. Touch our families today, Lord, because we love our families and we want nothing but the best for our families. Help us to make the right decisions as men, as women, as uh, family leaders, uh, for our families, God. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Well, welcome. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Don't worry, I'm not going to sing tonight. But hallelujah. Uh, anyway, thankful for coming to Into His Word. And remember to stay dot into his word dot com. Stay into his word, because if you stay into his word, you can't go wrong because God will open up the windows of heaven. He will open up your mind to understanding his word and you'll see things through the eyes of God and not through the eyes of carnality, not through the eyes of uh, non-spiritual thinking and not through the eyes of other men. 
but we you will always endeavor to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And the Bible says that everything else will be added on to you. But the purpose is to seek the kingdom of God and to keep your mind on Jesus. There was a song. Here we go. There was a song uh, that we used to sing a lot in church. And it goes a little something like this. Get your mind on Jesus. Let's have church. 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 Put your hands together. Both feet on the floor. So you got the whole idea. It's an up-tempo song. And once you get your mind on Jesus, uh, well, I know what it's like. Uh, quick, uh, quick little insight on my life. I used to go to parties, used to go to clubs, used to go to those, uh, I think they used to call them convention center dances back in the day. You know, Uncle Jam's Army and uh, uh, some other group. I can't remember the name of them. But uh, uh, these people used to host dances at the Pasadena Convention Center uh, colleges in Los Angeles. And some of the people, my friends at that time, when I thought was my friends at that time, we would go to these places. And, and, and if the music was upbeat, up-tempo, we was there dancing all night long on the dance floor. You know, well, hallelujah, you get into the church and you start hearing that up-tempo, that upbeat sound, and you feel with the Holy Ghost, you just got to get down. Hallelujah. If you could do it in the world, hallelujah, which many of us did and which many of us still are, praise God, once you get converted, you don't have that desire anymore to do that in the world, hallelujah, or to do that for the devil, hallelujah, to that kind of music. But you do have a desire once you get filled with the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, and you have on fire for God. You have that desire to dance and to worship and to praise God in the sanctuary, hallelujah. And sometimes that sanctuary is your home, any place in your home. Sometimes that sanctuary can be in the car. Sometimes that sanctuary can be in the bathroom. Hallelujah. Whenever the spirit hits you, wherever that song hits you, praise God. You just feel it and it just comes upon you and you just got to move and do something. Now somebody say amen. I think you know what I'm talking about out there. Praise God. All right. Anyway, I was starting to get carried away. Didn't even get to the subject matter, but I just feel the power of God. You know, the Bible tells us that uh, the ministers, the preachers of the word of God shall be a flame of fire. Hallelujah. You should be excited about God. The word of God should come across excitingly because the word of God is excited. Hallelujah. Because it gives life to the dead and thirst to the thirsty. It quenches the thirst. It gives life to those that are dead. Hallelujah. Spiritually dead, of course. Hallelujah. It will quicken your mortal body. Hallelujah. You need the word of God that would move through your body, move through your soul, and give you that excitement that you need in your life. Pure Holy Ghost excitement without no fear, without no favor. Hallelujah. But you give the power of God in you. And once that power of God comes upon you, you'll make the right choices. 
Hallelujah. Once you're filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, God will lead and guide you. Just Proverbs 3 and 5 tells us to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding, but acknowledge him in all his ways. Hallelujah. And he shall direct your path. That's Proverbs chapter 3. But then the Bible also tells us that every man think he's right in his own mind. Hallelujah. We can't go around thinking we're right just because we think we're right. We always have to seek the word of God. All right. So as usual, I normally uh, tell you guys at the beginning, at the intro to get out the Bible. But by now, I think most of you uh, have gotten into the habit that when you come to into his word that you how else can you get into the word if you don't have the Bible with you so you can open the pages and literally get into the word. Hallelujah. I know you can listen to me audibly and a lot of people like audio instruction and there's different ways of learning kinesthetic hands on uh, visual with the eyes and listening with the ears. Hallelujah. But what if we put all three of those modalities? I think that word is, but if all those three different ways of learning to use, then we would be able to get the word of God or whatever we're studying or whatever we're thinking about deep into the heart, deep into the mind and deep into the soul. To where it just becomes a part of you. Hallelujah. Now I am a witness to this. Not being born a Christian. But having a life contrary to that of Christianity. But being transformed and converted into Christianity. For more than 29 plus years now. Praise God. And the, the fire is still burning in me. Just like it was on the first day. You see, I can't get to the message because I just got joy unspeakable and full of glory. I am excited as usual about the word of God. When I just get to talking about Jesus, I can just go on and on and on. But here's what I had to say. A thought came to my mind. And that thought is this, is that when you're in the world and you're listening uh, to music, the, those jingles that come on uh, the radio or the jingles that come on during commercial break on television and they kind of stick into your head. And uh, as you get older in life, it uh, doesn't matter if you're living for God. I'll just be honest. You know, it, you're a new creature when you're living for God. So you do change your ways of thinking and conviction comes upon you when you do certain things. You say, whoa, whoa, whoa. can't do that. That's not the how God wants me to live. And that's not what Jesus would have done. But those little jingles come upon you. Uh, to all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. You know, that commercial with Rodney Allen Rippy. I know a lot of you don't probably don't even know him. But uh, those jingles stick in your head. Ain't we lucky we got them. Good times, you know, things like that. But that is not how God wants us to live our life. Forgive me, Lord, but I was just giving an example uh, how these things do come back and haunt our minds. And that's how the devil meant it to be. 
He doesn't want us to forget the way that we used to be. He doesn't want us. He wants this stuff to get in our head and be ingrained in our head for memory recall to always remember how we used to be. Hallelujah. But that's good because we can remember how we used to be. But once God got a hold of us and transformed us, we we may slip. Hallelujah. And sing those songs. The Holy Ghost to put us in check and say, that's how you used to be. But you're born again of the water and of the spirit to baptize in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. You have been transformed by the renewing of your mind. Hallelujah. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Uh, hallelujah. You can rebuke that to pray through and get on with your life. Praise God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. All right. Proverbs. Uh, let me turn my Bible to uh, Proverbs chapter 10. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 10. Hallelujah. Congratulations to those of you who've recently gotten married. Amen. Praise God. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 20. The tongue of the just is as choice silver. The heart of the wicked is little worth. As you can see, the choice, the tongue, hallelujah, of the just. He that is right. This is about choices. Hallelujah. The tongue of the just is as uh, choice silver, the best silver, the purest silver. Hallelujah. You get involved with somebody. Hallelujah. That's just right. Trying to be right and live for God. And just going to tell you things that are pertaining to the word of God. You don't want to hang around people that spewing out uh, negativity all the time or they're spewing out things of the world when they're supposed to be living for God all the time. Hallelujah. Uh, now, the Apostle Paul did say, I become the, all things to all men that by I'm paraphrasing that by some way, somehow he may win one. Hallelujah. But it's not in the sense that a person has slipped away from God. No, no. But the word somehow or another is going to come back to God. It's going to come back to the word of God. The, the choice words, the words of the righteous, the, the words of the just is as choice silver. But the heart of the wicked is of little worth. Hallelujah. The wicked person in his heart may not even want to hear the word of God. The Bible tells us that the carnal mind is at enmity with God. It's an enemy of God. It's not interested in hearing the things of God. Your worldly mind, the carnal way of thinking, is not even concerned with the word of God. Hallelujah. It's foolishness to him. Proverbs, this is the little Bible study here tonight. Uh, hallelujah. Proverbs uh, 8 and 19. We're talking about... Uh, choices and choice hallelujah there's a fruit with choice my fruit proverbs 8 and 19 it says my fruit is better than gold yea than fine gold and my revenue than choice silver praise god verse 17 says i love them that love me 
and those that seek me early shall find me. Riches and honor are with me, yea, durable riches and righteousness. This is wisdom taking on. This is how important wisdom is. We're speaking about wisdom. Hallelujah. Wisdom is my fruit is better than gold. Hallelujah. So we need to have wisdom and we can only get wisdom from the word of God. The wisdom that's going to last for eternity. The wisdom that's going to take us through the difficult times and the hard times in life. The wisdom that is quick for our soul. Spiritual wisdom. Hallelujah. Godly instruction is good, but it's difficult for those that are that have uh, their own mind uh, to put it kindly for those that that don't want to hear the word of God, for those that don't want to receive godly instruction because they have their minds made up in their own ways of doing it or not necessarily their own ways of doing it and not even necessarily having their minds made up but they will go to and fro and what do i mean by to and fro i mean that they'll go around seeking advice from others that's in the same predicament or may have worked their way out of a predicament but it won't be any godly advice it won't be godly instruction hallelujah godly instruction is good Proverbs 8 and 10, it tells us this. Receive, this is the same book on wisdom. It says, receive my instruction and not silver and knowledge rather than choice gold. Receive God's instruction. Receive God's wisdom. Receive God's knowledge rather than choice gold. Verse 11 says, For wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. Hallelujah. Wisdom. For wisdom is better than rubies. So if wisdom is better than rubies, right? And all things that are to be desired are not to be compared to it. And knowledge rather than choice gold, rather than that fat gold chain, wisdom and knowledge are the principal things. We need to get wisdom and knowledge. What good is it to have a bunch of money but don't have the wisdom? What good is it to have a bunch of gold chains, big fat gold chains, all these jewelries and necklaces and rings and watches, but don't have the wisdom and the knowledge. Hallelujah. You don't have to have wisdom and knowledge in this day and age to get those things. You can have a talent and the secular world will pay you for those talents. Hallelujah. They will even feed you what to say because you're you, not you particularly, but those that have a talent or those that are, uh, very photogenic, uh, those that uh, can just sing or act, but uh, hallelujah, they look good before the camera, uh, but the wisdom and the knowledge is not there, but they can just act as a puppet, if you would, just to get the money to get the gold. 
Hallelujah. But the Bible, as we just read, tells us that receive my instruction, God's instruction, and not silver and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies and for all the things that may be desired or not to be compared to it. Praise God. After you made the choice to choose to become a follower of Jesus Christ. Notice I said after you made the choice and you chose to follow Jesus Christ. Because you realize through everything else that you come up short. Because you may have tried it on your own and you're just not getting the results that you want. Is this not taking you as far as you want to go? In life, hallelujah, down that straight and narrow pathway that few that finds that pathway, hallelujah. You can be one of the few to find that pathway today. You are one of the few that has found the pathway today because you're listening to into his word. As long as you stay into his word, you will hear the pathway that is laid before you. And when you read in his word, God's word will open up to you. As we previously said, I can't uh, say that and repeat that enough because God's way is the right way. God wants to make us disciples and followers of him. Nothing worthwhile is easy. How long did it take for you to get that car fixed? How long did it take for you to get those high-end sneakers or, or or really nice clothes or really nice house. It took work. It took patience. It took perseverance. It took fortitude. It took effort after effort after effort. And you didn't get up until give up until you achieved your goal. Praise God. So nothing worthwhile is easy. You made the choice and you chose to stick it out. Hallelujah. Let's go to Exodus 17 and 9. Exodus, I'm turning there along with you. It's in the, New, uh, the Old Testament, way near the beginning of the Bible. Exodus 17 and verse 9. 17 and 9. And I'm there, 17 and 9. It says, And Moses said unto Joshua, Choose us out men and go out and fight the Amalekite. Amalekite. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses said to him and fought the Amalekites. And Moses, Aaron, and Ur went up to the top of the hill. You see, Moses selected by God to be the deliverer of the children of Israel. There's so many things that can be brought out in Moses' life. So many things that can be discussed uh, with the life of Moses from so many different angles. But here, as previously said, nothing worthwhile is easy. 
But Moses went out. He told them to go out and fight. We have to fight if we want to get it. We have to fight if we want it. We have to fight for it. So you want salvation. You want a change of life from drugging, smoking, fornication, drinking, uh, whatever ungodly things, whatever things you feel convicted of, whatever things you're trying to break loose from. You want a change in life. It does not always come easy. You may have to fight for it, but you fought to get that house. You fought to get that car. You fought to get those rims. You fought to get those shoes. You fought to get a job. You tried. You didn't give up. You persevered until you were successful at getting whatever you wanted. We have to be the same way, that same persistence about living for God and about going forward with God and and doing all that we can. Because once you get what you want, hallelujah, you don't stop there. Oh, I got to fix it up. I got to make it all it can be. Oh, these shoes, I don't want to get them dirty. They got to last for a while. They got to be all they can be. Oh, my house has got to be all it can be. I got to fix it up here, fix it up there, fix it up here. It can't just be a regular, nice, humble house. It can't just be a nice, regular, humble car. Hallelujah. But God said that we shouldn't do those things to draw attention to ourselves. So that people, when they see you go by, Ooh, look at that car. Ooh, look at those shoes. Hallelujah. We want God to get the glory. We don't want people giving you the glory, giving you the praise. God wants all the praise. He doesn't want us to get all the praise. He wants the praise. He wants the praise from his own creation because we are created in the image of God. So Moses told him to be strong. Hallelujah. And here, verse 13, it said, Joshua discomforted Amalekite and his people with the edge of the sword. And the Lord said unto Moses, write this for a memorial in a book. And rehearse it in the ears of Joshua. For I will utterly put out the remembrance of Amalekite from under heaven. Hallelujah. So we read in verse 13. Joshua discomforted Amalekite and his people with the edge of the sword. In other words, that was a victory that Joshua uh, had over the Amalekites with the edge of the sword. God gave them the victory. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't, uh, Joshua going out on his own. It wasn't Joshua with his own power, with his own might, said, I'm going to do this on my own. God gave Moses the commandment because God has already made the way for, uh, Joshua, for Joshua to win the battle, to fight. Remember, he said, go out and fight. And God's not going to tell you to go out and get saved. He's not going to tell you to change from your ways. He's not going to tell you that you can't live for me if he didn't know that it's going to be a fight and that you can live for him and that you can overcome things. God has already made the way. Remember, he says, be of good cheer. Why? Because he already overcame the world. And if he's already overcome, overcome the world, as an example, in all the things that are in the world, we as we're not God and we're not little God, but we can sure work really hard at being an example, something that God can be proud of. Hallelujah. 
and your relatives, they may realize it that once it's all said and done and they notice that there's a change in your life, uh, that you made the choice and you chose to change your life, they will notice the change. Hallelujah. And they will ask what happened to you. Tell them you had a fight. God told you you were going to be in a fight. And God won the battle for you. You just stepped right into it. Praise God. But God gave you the help. You got to be strong when you're going through it all, though. It's going to be a difficult task when you're trying to change and live your life for God. People are going to come against you. People are going to say things about you, talk about you behind your back. Your very good friend, the one that's talking about you behind your back is telling others and your good friend may not come to you mockingly, but the others will come back and talk about you and say so-and-so said this. So you'll get a third or fourth party down. Kind of like Job did when all these people came, all his friends came to him all in one day at separate times. Hallelujah. And then later on, they all came in, Job, what'd you do wrong? Job, basically, I'm just trying to live for God. I'm just trying to change my life. I'm just trying to get better. Whatever your situation is towards God, you know, you know, and God knows. I don't know, but I believe with all my heart right now that this message from IntoHisWord.com is coming to the ears of the hearer that needs to hear it. Share this word with a friend because you know a friend that needs to hear it. It may not be all flowered up, but it's hidden. It's straight. It's truth. And it's the truth that's going to change your life. Let's change chapters now because we have to be strong and we have to be courageous. Hallelujah. Let's go to the book of Philippians. Philippians, that's in the, uh, the New Testament. Way back there from where we are right now. So as we turn to the New Testament, to the book of Philippians, right after Ephesians, I'm turning there now, uh, all right, there we are, we won't read too much of this, Philippians chapter 1, oh my goodness, I got so many notes in my Bible is crazy. I can hardly. Uh, the book of Philippians on one side of the page. I have so many notes. It's bleeding through on the other side of the page. Makes it difficult to read. Hallelujah. Philippians chapter 1 verse 20. It says this. According to my earnest expectation. And my hope. My earnest expectation and my hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but that with all boldness, as always, so now also Christ shall be magnified in my body, whether it be in life or by death. Verse 21 says, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Verse 22, but if I live in the flesh, there is the fruit of my labor. This is the fruit of my labor. Yet, 
what shall I choose or what not? Hallelujah. The boldness, the strength, God will give it to it according to my earnest expectation and my hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed. Then he goes on to say, uh, I shall be ashamed, but that with all boldness. When you come to Christ, there is going to come a time when you have to be bold. Hallelujah. Now, there's a good boldness, and you've been bold when you were in the world. Hallelujah. Whether it be uh, trying to prove yourself as being strong, or whether it was trying to prove yourself as being right. There are ways to be bold where it's not offensive and it's not in an argumentative way, but we cannot be ashamed of Jesus Christ. God will give you the strength, uh, the power. Strength means you have power to resist, power in being strong. God will give it to us. We just have to trust in the Lord. Psalms, the book of Psalms, back in the Old Testament, Psalms 46. Go ahead and turn to Psalms chapter 46. And verses 1, 2, and 3. God is our refuge and strength, a very pleasant help in trouble. Therefore will I not fear though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea though the waters thereof roar and be troubled though the mountains shake with swelling thereof selah that means pause but the key word here god is our refuge and strength a very present help in trouble do you see that you've made the choice to live for god you made the choice to change some things in your life you chose to do this hallelujah god is going to help you god is going to give you the strength i already gave you the example of the amalekites and how moses used god used moses to give joshua the command the strength to fight the Amalekites and Joshua smote them with the edge of the sword and God gave them the victory. Hallelujah. Praise God. It wasn't of their own will. It wasn't of their own might, but it was by the hand of God because they were called for a specific purpose to, uh, to complete a specific task. And God is not going to call you and don't give you the strength don't give you the courage and don't make a way for you to complete your task. God is the God who is going to help you. He is your refuge and your strength and your help, your very help, a present help. Present, that means he's there right now. He's going to be there right when you need him. If you're living your life right, if you're searching and seeking God with all your heart in a sincere way, not mockingly, not sometimey. Now, you know what I mean by sometimey. There's that sometimes you want God. Then there's that sometimes you don't want God. But you got to choose to want God all the time. And then when you need him in that present help, God would be there. 
He's closer than a friend. God will help you through. He will be your strength and your refuge, a safe place, a refuge, your safe place. Your home is your refuge, your safe place. Sometimes you just got to get in the car and take a ride around the block. That's your refuge, your safe place, your little uh, place of solitude while you're riding around. God will give you the strength to be strong, being strong. It's bad to serve God. Oh, so you think it's bad to serve God because you're going through some things, because you're going through um, a turmoilous or a turmoilous time, troublesome times, uh, problematic times, difficult times, mocking times. But to serve God is not bad. It's a good thing. Hallelujah. You serve your employer. Hallelujah. You serve uh, uh, friends when they say, hey, uh, give me this. You're serving them. And when they say, give me that, you're serving them. Uh, what's wrong with serving God, being a servant? Let's go to Romans uh, chapter 6. That's way back in the New Testament. Romans chapter 6 and verse 16. Romans tells you this. Know ye not that to whom you Yield yourselves servant to obey his servants you are, to whom you obey, whether of sin unto death or obedience or of obedience unto righteousness. Well, I'm going to get a whip out this other book here. See if we can't find a, a different translation. Just to make it a little simpler during this Bible study, I normally don't like to use other translations, only the King James Version. And I think I've already explained why I like the King James Version. But let's use this, the American, the New American Standard Bible. Same chapter, same book, same verse. Romans chapter 6, verse 13. New American Standard Bible. Do you not know that when you present yourselves to someone as slaves for obedience, you are slaves of the one whom you obey, either of sin resulting in death or of obedience resulting in righteousness? Hallelujah. So there it is there. Are we going to serve the devil, sin unto death, because if we aren't serving God, we got to be serving the devil. It's just that simple. We're serving one or we're serving the other. Or are we going to be servants of righteousness because of our obedience to God? And if we're serving righteousness, then we know we're going to make it in to heaven. Joshua, our last verse. I've uh, kept you guys quite a while tonight here. Praise God. Joshua, jo Joshua, Joshua. Where's jo oh, Joshua 24 and uh, 15. And after Joshua 24 and 15. We're talking about choose, choices, and choosing tonight. Joshua. Okay, I'm on chapter 16. Chapter 24. And 15 says this. Let's go to 14. 
Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth. And put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt. And serve ye the Lord. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve whether the gods of your fathers which served them were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. Then he concludes here with this thought. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Let me say that again. But as for me and my house, we will serve The Lord. Lord. Praise God. Praise God. (laughs) So we need to make a decision in our lives and for our household and for our families. So it seems bad to you. Hallelujah. To serve God. Remember, some of us have parents that didn't live for God. But we still have our choice. And our responsibility for our own salvation. But it, as he says here, fear the Lord and serve him with sincerity and in truth. Put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt. Now remember, the flood, hallelujah, and Egypt is on the other side of the Nile. So put away those gods because, because you come out of that. You're on the way out or, or you've coming out. You got the point there. So put away those things that you used to serve and the ways that your fathers and your parents and your forefathers served and worshiped. Don't think like that anymore. Put those away because I want to bring you out of Egypt. I want to bring you on the other side of the flood. I want to get you out of that mindset. This is God talking. Through Joshua, through Moses, who wrote the first five books of uh, 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 the Bible. Hallelujah. This is Joshua's writing inspired by God. And he goes on to say, and serve ye the Lord. That is our purpose in life is to serve the Lord. God is calling you the listener. God has called me, but some of us just have to have the strength and the courage and the fortitude to just say no to the ways of the world. Everybody's not willing to say no to the ways of the world because it takes strength. You know, uh, somebody once said that any dead fish can float downstream, but it takes a strong and a mighty fish to swim upstream. And when you're swimming upstream in the spiritual realm, you're swimming up towards heaven. You're working on getting higher to heaven. You're going up to a higher place, and it's going to be a fight. It's going to be a struggle. It's going to be a trials on every hand. You might jump out of the water, hallelujah, and land on a rock, but that rock is Christ Jesus, and that rock is going to give you the strength, the courage, the ability to jump back into the water, to the battle, to the 
the storm and the raging sea of life and keep on swimming right on upstream until you make it to glory land. I'm believing today that there are some people listening to the sound of my voice at this particular time. I know it because you reply to me. Hallelujah. So God wants to help you make the right choice and he'll give you the strength to see you through. Just step out by faith. You have faith in everything else. You've tried faith in everything else for years, but you won't give God six months. But everything else you put faith in for years, whether it be your employer, whether it be your relationships with friends, spouses, give God six months and watch him turn your whole life around. It'll be rough a little bit, but he'll give you the strength to get through it. And it's the best retirement plan I can ever think of. Join me, bow your heads, close your Bibles, and let's pray. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, tonight, today, this afternoon, we come to you in prayer asking you to help us through. Take us through and don't leave us in it, Lord. Give us the power to make the right choices, the choices to choose this day who we're going to serve and for the rest of our family, our loved ones, our young ones. Hallelujah. Our little kids, our older kids, help us lead and guide them and direct their paths, Lord. Because we know that there is a hell to shun and a heaven to gain. And I believe in both places, Lord, but just help me, help us to make it to heaven. Lord, keep this world straight. Give our rulers of this world wisdom to lead us directly, correctly, and safely. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. And at this time, everybody said, Amen. Thank you for listening to stay.intohisword.com. We look forward to hearing from you and seeing you again or listening in again. It's kind of hard to see over the radio, but praise God. See you next week. And don't forget to sign up. If you're not going to follow us, uh, you know, click the follow button. Don't forget to sign up on the website and I'll be sure to email you the notification that the podcast is up or the message is up and live and ready for you to listen in. If you don't want to do that, I totally understand. Some people like to remain anonymous and that's okay because God's word, you know what? We sow the word. I'm just a sower. Hallelujah. Somebody else is going to come along and sow. But God is going to get me to God bless you. Tune in next week. And may the Lord richly bless your life.